Welcome to Win the Day from Back to the Bible. I'm your coach, Pastor Nat, and today we're going to talk about the uniqueness of Christianity. Today, there are over 4,000 recognized religious worldviews. These consist of the five major religions plus subsets, spin-offs, and developing worldviews. Today, there are roughly 6 billion people, and most of these people are following one of these five major religions. Well, you may be wondering, so what, Nat? What's the big deal? What this tells me is that people are concerned with eternity and what they can do to achieve it. Well, the question we need to ask is, what did Jesus have to say about eternity? How can a person inherit eternal life? The answer might surprise you. Uh, Let's turn back to Mark chapter 10, beginning in verse 17. As he was setting out on a journey, a man ran up, knelt down before him, and asked him, Good teacher, what must I do to inherit eternal life? Uh, Why do you call me good, Jesus asked him. No one is good except God alone. You know the commandments. Do not murder. Do not commit adultery. Do not steal. Do not bear false witness. Do not defraud. Honor your father and mother. He said to him, "Uh, Teacher, I have kept all of these from my youth. Looking at him, Jesus loved him and said to him, You lack one thing. Go, sell all you have and give to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven. Then come follow me. But he was dismayed by this demand, and he went away grieving because he had many possessions. This teaching is troubling and a little bit confusing. It's even, I think, a little bit sad. The man asks what he must do to inherit eternal life. You see, he is thinking of the game of religion. He thinks that is the way to please God, to play the game. For him, it's all about what he can do. So what Jesus says, in essence, is, Why do you call me good? Uh, Do you recognize that I am God? And then he finally moves into answering the man's questions. Jesus' answer seems to play right into his hands. Jesus says, follow God's perfect law. Be holy for God is holy. And what does the man say? He says, I've checked those boxes, Jesus. What else must I do? Jesus being God, he knows the barrier to this man's heart. For this man, it's his wealth. So what does Jesus say? Sell all of your possessions and then follow me. This man, he's saddened. He's shocked. He is defeated. So what does he do? He walks away. Jesus' message of salvation was different than many presentations today. It wasn't, uh, do you want your best life now? All you have to do is ask Jesus into your heart. Instead, 
It was a message of surrender. It was a message of transformation. Now, Jesus could have said, Now, come back here, you silly goose. Uh, Just believe and don't worry about following me. Say this little prayer and guess what you are in. Jesus' offer of salvation is thankfully powerful enough to save our souls and change our lives. Now, does God ask us to give up our possessions, our money, our families, and our dreams to be His children? No. He asks us to turn from our sin and turn to Christ fully. But there is one little caveat. We must be willing to give it all up when and if He calls. Why would we do this? Well, it's because Jesus is worth it all. You see, money wasn't the real issue for this young man. The real problem was his heart. He was fixed on salvation on his terms. He wanted a ticket to heaven, but not a new life in Christ. So here's my challenge for you today. Surrender. Chances are you're holding on to something that is preventing you from following Christ fully. Now, it could be a child. It could be a parent. It could be a friend. It might be your job, a hobby. Maybe it's your home, or it could be something else. I don't know. But you know what it is. As hard as it will be, give it up to Jesus. Surrender it to Jesus. He may never ask you to give it up. But as long as it takes precedent, Jesus cannot. So surrender your life to Christ. Why? Because He is worth it all.